0: Welcome to Blueprint for Wealth. I'm Wayne Zell, your host of this very fast-paced half-hour of tax, estate, and business planning ideas that hopefully will help you realize your personal dreams of wealth and freedom. The show is brought to you by Zell Law, an estate and business planning law firm located in Reston, Virginia, serving the entire Washington, D.C. metro area and with clients all across the country. If you'd like to know more about Zell Law, please visit us on the web. At ZELLAW.com. Or if you'd like to make an appointment, we'd love to have you visit us and call us at 571 203 9355. Today we're going to be talking about merger and acquisition transactions and transactions where you may need to use an advisor to help you out in ferreting through the opportunities and helping you sell your business and helping you value your business and getting it ready for the sale. So when you use a transaction advisor, first let's know the types of advisors that are available and how they work and how they charge for their fees and what characteristics you want them to possess before you hire them. Many of us know very little about anything, if anything, about the crucial role a transaction advisor plays in the sale of a business. The only experience that many of us have is an unsolicited letter or a phone call or an unknown broker trying to get a hold of us telling us that the broker has a qualified buyer for your business. My belief is that you should give these brokers no more credence than you would give a lawyer who advertises on billboards. Of course, we're on the radio, so that's okay because we're trying to educate you, right? Instead, over the next few minutes, let's learn what types of transaction advisors there are and how they can assist you in leading your business towards a successful sale. If you've reached the point where you're interested in selling the business, but you're uncertain about whether your company might be sellable, to a third party or what its value might be. If they're potential buyers for your business or who they might be, you may want to seek the advice of a professional advisor. These may include people who have skill in selling privately held businesses, and they may include brokers, investment bankers, merger and acquisition consultants, and merchant bankers. Selecting the best advisor begins with the understanding of what each of these brings to the table and how. Let's use an example. Let's say you've got a business that you want to sell. And let's say it's a successful lawn care business or a tree care business. I have some clients who are in both of those businesses. And it was one of the largest uh, businesses of its kind in the local community. But you've lost your, you know, your your joie de vivre for the, for the business. You're not as excited about it anymore. You want to sell it, but your employees don't have the money that you want to receive for the sale of the business and you want to get out now. So, so what do you do? Well, let's say you go to your local, uh, industry association, uh, for the business that you're in and you find in, in, in the business, you're trying to find a combat, a compatible buyer, who would welcome your employees, keep them on with open arms and, uh, keep, you know, driving the business the way it's been driving. But let's say you have had no luck in going to your industry association. So you go to the next step. Um, let's say you go to a consultant who's charging on an hourly basis and you're kind of desperate because you want to get out now, but you don't want to incur a whole lot of money. Well, here's what you could do. Go to your lawyer, who has an experience in selling businesses or go to your CPA who has an experience in selling businesses and have them give you the names of two or three business brokers. The business broker should come back to you right away and ask you for the last three years financial statements and your tax returns for the business. They're also going to want to get an updated financial statement on the business to see how it's performing. And they'll want to know any uh, marketing brochures and any other information that you have that explains what the business is all about. Your transaction advisor and other advisors need much more information as the process unfolds But a business broker requests this minimum amount of information so they can make at least a preliminary valuation. Well, let's say you get two advisors to come back to you with a sale price range of, say, 2 to $2.5 million. If they're both in the same price range, then that's good news. And let's say further that they anticipate, based on their experience, that you might be able to get about two-thirds of the sale price in cash and would need to take back hopefully on a fully secured basis, about $750,000 in the form of a promissory note that's payable by your buyer to you. Using this information and in choosing the right advisor, you may be able to sell your business in the way that you want to. So first, let's talk about business brokers. Business brokers are closely related to real estate agents and real estate brokers, and the entry requirements, the thresholds of entry into the business are generally similar. In other words, they're not that difficult. It's not that difficult to become a business broker. They have little formal training, and frankly, they may have minimal business experience. In many cases, however, there are business brokers out there who are capable and who are extremely helpful in helping you sell your business. The successful ones have many years of business experience, and so you'll want to inquire if you're ready to hire a business broker as to what kind of experience they have, and see whether or not their experience is similar to the experience you need in your industry. So, for example, if you have somebody who has been in the high-tech field their whole career, Are they really capable of helping you sell a retail clothing store or restaurant operation? The real-world business experience and professional training gives the broker an understanding of the complexities of your business and how to position it to maximize the value to a potential buyer it's appropriate in my mind to use a business broker if the business is generally worth less than $5 million, meaning it's going to be too expensive to hire an investment banker who usually charges a much higher fee. It's also appropriate to use a business broker if the business is most likely going to be sold to an individual who wants to operate and own a small business. And it's also appropriate to use a business broker if the likelihood of a complex financial transaction is small. In other words, it should be a relatively simple deal. Business brokers generally charge smaller fees for preparing a business valuation. They get the bulk of their compensation in the form of a commission when the sale is closed. A broker could charge 12%, say, on the first $1 million of sale price, 10% on the second million, 8% on the third, 6% on the fourth, and so on. So it's a declining scale known as a layman formula for purposes of compensating the business broker. You can negotiate the fees that a business broker uh, charges for his or her services, and you can do that using your attorney uh, in terms of negotiating the listing agreement. Next on the scale investment bankers, and merger and acquisition consultants. If your business is worth more than $5 million and has been in business for at least three or four years, and let's say it's in a rapidly growing or consolidating industry like government contracting or IT, and let's say even more so you have proprietary technology that might be patented or at least copyrighted and may have valuable intellectual property or you're in an attractive geographic region of the country, like Northern Virginia or Montgomery County, Maryland. You may want to consider using an investment banker or a merger and acquisition consultant, or even a uh, a merchant banker for purposes of helping you sell your business. If the business meets these criteria, it could attract the interest of a regional or a national or even an international buyer and be a candidate for a transaction other than a straight sale. Generally, investment bankers and MA consultants who specialize in your industry are in the best shape to advise you in this situation. Investment bankers are thought of as people in fancy suits who put together multi-billion dollar deals. They only live in New York or LA, and they don't have an interest in small privately held companies. But that's not true. Investment bankers possess a wide variety of skill sets and they are willing to deal with smaller transactions even in the $8 to $10 million range. They provide a variety of services to the clients in addition to helping them raise the interest of potential buyers. They may even help them uh, obtain outside third-party financing. They'll give them acquisitions on other transactions that you may want to engage in as a purchaser. And as in any profession, there are some good ones and some not so good ones. It's vital to ask for and contact references of these investment bankers that you're going to hire. One of the key differences between an investment banker and a business broker is that the investment banker is going to market your business to a targeted buyer profile, whereas a broker will be less selective as to whom you market your business to. Another key difference is that an investment banker can provide alternatives if your business is not quite ready to be sold. In other words, the investment banker can assist you in helping you raise money to go further and further grow your business, or arrange a transaction that enables you to withdraw cash from the company and still maybe retain control of the business. Investment bankers are compensated in a variety of ways. Depending on your circumstances, the investment banker could be paid on a commission basis or an hourly fee or even equity participation. It's acceptable for investment bankers to charge some amount up front or on a monthly retainer. They may even be willing to credit that fee that they're charging against any contingent fee that they generate on the sale of your business. A business with a a value of say between 5 and $10 million typically gets charged around 5% or more. And there usually may be a minimum fee that certain investment bankers are willing to charge. So investment bankers, business brokers, even merchant bankers are alternatives for transaction advisors in selling your business. If you'd like to know more, call us at 571-203-9355. I'm Wayne Zell, and you're listening to Blueprint for Wealth. And we'll be back with our special guest right after these messages.